You're listening to episode 78 of the Influencer Podcast. Hey, hey, I am back today with Jenny Capaletti, the genius behind Margot and Me. If you missed last week's episode, you should definitely go back and give it a listen right after this. We talked about everything from managing on-trend editorial calendars to engaging readers with evergreen content and growing an authentic online influence. I would not want you to miss out on the first half of this episode. Today, Jenny's sharing how to connect with your readers through email, use numbers to build trust with brands, and create amazing influencer products and services. Make sure to stick around to the end because she's also going to be answering answering some fantastic questions from some of you. So let's get to it. Before we dive in, I want to give our warm appreciation to our reviewer of the week. And that is Captain 96 And she says, as someone who has been thinking about pursuing the influencer market, I am lucky to have found this gem of a podcast. Not only is Julia engaging, but she packs each episode with actionable steps for moving forward. I am particularly grateful that she provides advice for those who are just starting out. Those of us who have been fearful to begin. Those of us who have been hesitant to hit publish on that first blog post or Instagram story. It can be overwhelming and scary, but with Julie's energy and spirit, you feel her encouraging you to take the leap. Well, thank you so much for that encouraging review, because not only is it great to know that you are getting that from this podcast, but I think it's really amazing for other listeners to hear that from you as well and know that if they are in the same position that you are, that they don't have to feel alone anymore. They can hit that publish button and know that they have the support that they need. So thank you so much for showing up and sharing your feedback on the podcast. And of course, I want to hear from more of you who listen in each week. So let us know how this podcast is helping you. Let us know some of your challenges and how you've been able to overcome them. Make sure to subscribe to the Influencer Podcast on iTunes, and you can give us a review right there so I can highlight your review in an upcoming episode. And of course, make sure to screenshot this episode on your phone and tag me on your Instagram story at Jules Solomon and our amazing guest today at Margo and me and hashtag the Influencer Podcast to let me know that you you are joining in today, as you know that I love to share those screenshots on my story too. Welcome to the Influencer Podcast. Each week, Julie Solomon, a marketing strategist and New York Times bestselling publicist, takes you behind the scenes with successful influencers, bloggers, and industry elites in conversation to share how they engage, persuade, and grow their unique influence. Her mission is to share exclusive insider tips, wisdom, and action-based tools to help you strengthen, monetize, and build your own industry-leading influence. Especially when your blog, I mean, it really is your headquarters. I mean, you know, it's it's where everything should stem from, at least, you know, I think. Um, So thank you for walking us through that. I also want to talk about another thing that when, when I was going kind of through what I wanted to chat with you about. And, and I saw this, I was like, yes, sister, you know Ooh. what, you know what you're, what you're <laughs> preaching. Um, you talk about how you are also heavily focused on email marketing as it's your mm. direct way of contact to your readers. Yeah. Thank you so much for saying this. I cannot wait to dive into this because this is probably the second mistake I constantly see bloggers and influencers make. The first one is they focus solely on Instagram. And the second one is they have no email marketing strategy. They barely have an email list. And so I would love for you to dive in with us of, you know, where you focus when it comes to your newsletters, why you find it so beneficial and important and how you use it to not only connect with your readers, but really to drive conversion and to drive awareness. Right. So in terms of, um, 
benefit, I think, like, you know, you said, and you, you talk about it so frequently is, um, just it being a direct way to your reader. And it's, it's so important that you have that direct connection, but also know what it is that your reader wants to be getting from the emails, because it's so easy to just press the unsubscribe button. If the content that you're putting on newsletters or into newsletters, isn't something that is either actionable or of a fun takeaway, um, what we identified, and this was through a lot of trial and error, um, figuring out, A, what days and times are best for emails to go out, because we do three emails a week for our MM insiders, and then figuring out what kind of content we want to provide there. And I think that there's something really rewarding to a reader to have exclusive content. And they're only going to get something if they're a part of the email list. And so there is kind of that extra bit of work that goes into creating, um, you know, that content there, uh, that unique piece of of content that's going to live there each week. And then I also know that our, um, our MM insiders love shopping um, Instagram, but not necessarily knowing where to find it. So like one of our newsletters each week is a, um, exclusive piece of content, whether it be a story or just kind of like a thought from me. And then the other is, um, about shopping Instagram. And then the third one is we kind of, this is where the editorial calendar comes in is based on what it is that we're creating that week. We'll throw in a third, um, email that's either an update. Um, and, I feel like it just keeps readers in the know. It's something that we're still definitely growing. My email list is something that I I work tirelessly on. It's not easy. And actually you kind of like, you, you sparked something um, for the last question that you had about why people are always like on Instagram and not focusing on their blog. I think that a lot of it has to do with, you know, a lot of brands place a lot of value on having Instagram numbers. And so people get a bit, little bit um, pressured into putting that, you know, that energy into Instagram when really the energy should be focused on creating the newsletter and creating the posts yes. um, and not giving in to the pressures of, you know, oh God, but this brand says I need 50,000 followers in order to work with me. And you know what? that time will come, but everything takes time to build. And, and that's why I thought of it because I'm still building my newsletter. <laughs> I don't have a crazy, you know, subscription list, but it's something that we really work on because I know how important it is. Mm, I love that. And thank you for walking us through that. And, and hopefully people are being inspired. And I just want to say this, and this is like, I'm not getting paid by Margot and me to say this, but whenever <laughs> anyone tells me I want to grow a newsletter, but I don't know where to start, I always say, two newsletters that you should follow just to get a sense and an idea of, you know, how many times are they, are they, um, you know, coming into your inbox each week? What does it visually look like? What are you taking away is Margo and me and the every no. girl. So anyone who is listening right now, Aww, if you, you, of course, but they really should, they should subscribe to you. Your newsletter is fantastic. It is truly unique. And you really do make sure to cultivate a community there by not giving us something there that we're going to see on your blog or on your Instagram. So it really does make the community feel like they are getting something fresh and new and exclusive to them. So Thank just you. a little, just a little tip for those listening. That. Of course. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to dive into monthly reports because I know Ooh. that you shared with me that you have a keen sense of who the Margot and me reader is through the monthly 
the monthly reports that your team creates. Yes. And you guys know everything from what brands will sell to what price point to mm-hmm. list items in um, that's really going to help convert to get a good ROI, what stories generate the most clicks. Um, mm-hmm. And it really helps you not only have a unique understanding of your, of your audience, but also, of course... It, to build upon the great relationships that you have with the brand. So I would love right. for you to walk us through what is that monthly report, a little bit more about what you put in, in it, how you keep track of it, and um, of course, how beneficial it is. Right. Well, and not only is it beneficial to you to know more about your audience, but this is actually a tool that I used in the very beginning, starting out to show brands, because if I didn't have... I, you know, I didn't have a ton of followers on Instagram, but what I could show was that I was getting, you know, 60,000 page views in my first, in my second year. And I could show these numbers that are easily, you know, you can easily find these numbers. And so being able to back up what it is that you're creating with like solid numbers is so, so, so important. Um, not just for you, but for brands and the, the transparency, um, when you share that with brands too, really creates like a trusted relationship. And it's always been something that we're always so transparent with always with our partnerships. We're always sharing numbers, screenshots of analytics and how posts did, because we want them to come back and we may not have a million followers and, you know, we may not have a million unique views a day, but we do have an impact. And so it's really important to share and have that transparency with your branded relationships in addition to having that for yourself. So in terms of like what the monthly reports, um, encompass. Um, I have to give a shout out to my girl, Chloe digital, because I have been working with her for since for as long as I can remember, I think, you know, it's been like four years now. And, um, I am a part of one of her, um, I guess, you know, tiers that provides, um, a monthly report. And in that monthly report, you have things like, um, the amount of users, sessions, page views, average time spent, what your top posts are based on page views or unique views. And then also the average time spent on that page. Like it's really important to see what stories are. If you're creating 10 stories a month, you want to know what your readers are keying into and why they're keying into it. So you can, kind of strategize your content to play up more on those. You know, something that we've realized over the past year is that my readers are kind of, you know, as much as they love fashion and beauty, they also love hearing about my personal opinion on the business of blogging. So like, for example, like one of our top stories has been like dealing with comparison in the blogging world. That was a recent post that we did a couple months ago, and it inspired me to create a new section on my site called My Thoughts. And it's it's not about fashion. It's not about beauty. It's just connecting on a different level with my reader. And so from these reports, I was able to see that. And still to this day, now it's like every month we make sure to do a really personal, um, you know, essay about a topic that I am either thinking of or somebody is, you know, brought up in questions. Um, so, so knowing, you know, what your top posts are is super important. It's something that, you know, something like Google analytics can literally give you the numbers on. It's very easy to find this information. You don't have to be a part of any network. You just have to know how to read the numbers and how to sign up for Google analytics and install it on the back end of your site so that you have those numbers pulling. Um, you know, it also talks about things like in terms of clicks, you want to know what what categories are, when users go to your site, what categories are they clicking on? Um, are they visiting the about page? You know, one of the things that we just did was our, our most visited page is shop my Instagram. And 
I was like, well, if I'm getting so much traffic on shop, my Instagram page, I need to be putting other things on there. <laughs> so we just added a banner to sign up for the newsletter. Cause as I mentioned before, growing our newsletter has been very important for us and a big strategy and a big effort. So we put a banner on the shop, my Instagram, cause we know it was getting so much traffic. So it's like, if I didn't have the support, I wouldn't have known that. And now that I have that, I'm able to implement these new things that will maybe get us more traffic to our newsletter. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And I, I just, I love how, again, I said it earlier, how strategic you are, how organized you are. It really just shows that I, I love that we're kind of sharing a lot of the back end processes yeah. of, of how you, how you blog, how you create a business, because I think a lot of times people can just see the photos and, you know, oh, well she does this or she aligns with this brand or, you know, that's, right. that's why. And it's like, no, actually there's a lot of like a lot, a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that sometimes people don't realize. So I really hope that these have been great gleams for those listening that can start to hopefully implement them into their own brand and how they organize yeah. um, their business and grow. My friends, have you ever thought that you have done the hard part? You have started your business and you have taken that leap from belief into really stepping out and claiming a vision for yourself. But you know that if you want to make money doing what you love, you need other support. You need to grow. You need to scale. You need a marketing strategy. You need a lot of this stuff. Now, of course, I talk so much about these things, right? Like how to identify your target audience, where to find them, which marketing channels to focus on. So you're really making the most out of your budget. And of course, how to use things like data to set goals. But there's another great podcast that I love out there that also talks about this stuff. And it's called This is Small Business. This is Small Business, an original podcast from Amazon, answers so many of these kinds of questions. Whether you're dreaming of starting your business or you're looking to take a part-time side hustle full-time, or maybe you're a few years in and you're ready to scale. This is Small Business is going to give you the practical tips that you can start using today. And I know that if you love these topics on my podcast, you're going to love them on this one too. Make sure to follow This is Small Business on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you don't miss these fantastic episodes. And a big thanks to This is Small Business for sponsoring the show. My friends, as creators, we work so hard creating our content. So we don't want to leave it up to things like an algorithm to determine how successful our online brands and businesses can be. And that is why I love Kajabi. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs like myself build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. And I know they can help you too. No matter your niche, Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, your passions, your experiences into enriching offers like online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, communities, personalized coaching, and so much more. What I love about Kajabi is that not only does it make it super easy to use, but they don't take a cut of your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. You don't need a huge audience to make a sustainable income online. I talk about that all the time here on the podcast. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures without having hundreds of thousands of followers, and you can too. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash influencer. Go to kajabi.com slash influencer and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. So um, I want to talk a little bit too about kind of like the future of the influencer Mm -hmm. space. Um, 
I know that you, a trend that we we were discussing that you think are is really going to start to kind of change and, and shape the next step. Everyone always wants to know what's the next big thing, right? Mm, I know. And I love so, it. yes. And you were talking <laughs> I about influence. Feel like I have an answer. <laughs> oh, well, you said like influencer products. And so, yes. and, and we're starting to see like, you know, we have dear friends, um, Lauren Gores and Mariana Hewitt yes. um, that came out with a fantastic product this year. Um, other people are doing capsule collections. I mean, there's so many different things that are coming up. So I would love to get your personal insight on why you think that's a trend and how do you think that's going to evolve, what it kind kind of means, and and if you have any products coming up your sleeve anytime soon. Mm, yes. So, you know, just to address like why it's a trend, I think that obviously as bloggers, we're constantly talking about products. So why not our product? And from, I'm just constantly inspired and motivated by all of these like insanely powerful women um, and peers around me who are coming out with, with skincare and beauty and clothing. And, you know, I mean, it's so many things that it just shows the talent that we're surrounded by. And it's just, it's going to be taking, um, the, you know, quote unquote, like influencer world to the next level. Um, I think it's really going to show that we're capable of doing a lot more than, you know, just creating pretty pictures, um, which is, you know, a conversation that people have. It's, um, you know, really putting our thoughts and motivation towards something that is the future and 100% it is products. Um, and it's something that we were, uh, we, you know, Freddie and I have been racking our brains on for so, so, so long. And, you know, an idea we came up with two years ago is in, in the tech world being from San Francisco. Um, I grew up around Silicon Valley and a lot of, um, you know, just the tech world in general. And I always knew that there would be something that I would be involved with there. And, I definitely saw something that was lacking in the um, affiliate space. So for the past two years, we've been developing this massive project, which I did not think was going to be as much of an undertaking as it has turned out to be. Um, but we're in um, alpha right now or in alpha testing. And it's it's so, so, so exciting. But it's also like completely terrifying. And to have a thought and a concept in your mind and then to see it grow is, is so rewarding. And I don't think that there's any time, like there's no better time than now to get started. If it's just a tiny little seed of an idea, start exploring it. Like literally two months ago, I was like, I really want to create a tangible product because the, the app idea isn't something that, um, is technically a Margot and me consumer product. I wanted to create something for my readers that was. And so I started putting my feelers out there and I asked my audience, I was like, if I were to create a product, like what would you guys like to see? And I got all of this amazing, amazing feedback. And, um, what it's come down to is a jewelry line that we're going to be launching next spring. And it's in the wee, wee, wee phases right now. I mean, <laughs> it's just getting going. And I really hope that I'm not, you know, I'm not biting my tongue or, um, on that one because it's, it's really just this idea that I was like, I really want to give something to my readers that I feel I connect so deeply with. And jewelry has always been something that's like, you know, it always completes my look. I always have to have my, my necklace or my statement earrings. And I know that when I was talking to my readers, it was something that they gave me the exact same feedback on. I was like, wow, well, if they feel the same way, I want to be able to give that to them as well. So I'm very excited to share that and very excited to see like, you know, where influencer products goes in the future and what everybody's going to be coming out with. I mean, everybody from Chriselle, her new clothing line is launching like next month. I think it's so exciting. I love it. 
I know. I do too. I just, I love to see people thrive and just really watch their dreams come true. It's it's yeah. just a magical thing. Well, I cannot wait to hear more about the app and to see the jewelry when it's ready. So we're definitely going to be staying tuned to how both of those things kind of evolve and Thank a little you. early congratulations on that for sure. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask you a couple of questions that we got from podcast listeners. If you are Ooh, okay. open for it. Yes. Let's do um, it. So Glam Life Living had asked, um, where would you put your social media marketing efforts towards as a blogger? In terms of dollars? I think or... so. And maybe in terms of marketing and, and it, maybe you could touch on a little bit because, um, what I think is she, she's saying is like, where should I be focusing on perhaps? And I know that mm-hmm. you focus a lot on Pinterest, which you talked about earlier and, and, and Instagram, but maybe how you use the two differently could be a good uh, response to that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in terms of marketing, I mean, we are always trying to reach new audiences, right? I mean, everybody is. You want to be speaking to your reader, but also reaching somebody that hasn't necessarily heard of your site before. Um, so on Instagram, we place a lot of value on Instagram stories and creating stories that we may put a few dollars behind to run as ads in Instagram stories to a specific audience. So like, for example, Um, we did a collaboration recently with Nordstrom's and what we do is we look at the Nordstrom's, um, demographic and when creating our ad for Instagram stories, we'll kind of cater our Instagram demographic, um, target audience to that of Nordstrom's because we know that we're already creating this content for them. We know that our users love them. So let's go after a bit more of that audience that we know already identifies with me. Um, so that's specific Instagram use. And then we touched on it a bit earlier, but, um, I think that evergreen content on Pinterest is the key way to get a new audience. Um, agreed. Yeah. And just creating new graphics, just create and slap a new graphic on, you know, find a new template to throw a new picture into tweak the word, the, the copy a little bit, and then circulate it around. I mean, that is really the way to get it going. You don't have to create anything new. Think of all of the amazing content you've created over, you know, the past few years or the past year and put your efforts into that. Mm, I love that. Uh, Thank you for answering that. Um, So on the Daily X, she asked, if you could change anything about the influencer industry, what would it be? Ooh, that is a loaded question. Anything, anything. Um, you know, one of the things, Julie, actually, that I really loved that you said in a recent post of yours was regarding the Instagram, you know, just Instagram being the wild, wild west. We don't have unions. We don't have groups. It, there's so much, um, it, there, it's not transparent. And I think that that's the one thing that I would change about it because, just being a a numbers girl myself and being a bit of like a girl geek and like wanting to have all of those stats behind things and wanting to share and wanting to show that to brands, you know, there's platforms that claim to do that kind of stuff, but nothing that shares it in a really transparent way for everybody else. Um, so I think if we were to kind of hone in and, and, and I don't know if it's like in the form of a union, but what we, what we're all a part of right now is massive. And the fact that there's nothing regulating it is a little wild. I mean, you called the wild, wild west. I died when I read that because my husband and I literally call it the wild, wild west. Yes, it is. (laughs) It's crazy. It is. 
So that's what, that's the one thing that I would change about it for sure. I think it would really help. Um, it would help growth. It would help transparency. It would help brands trust their partners more. And it would help people who are starting out. Get, it would, there would be a more direct path to success, I think. Mm, yeah, I agree. Totally. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. For it's sure, interesting, right? Yeah, it's an interesting time. I think um, it's coming. I feel it. I know. I do too. Um, I would love to know who are influencers that you love to follow and, and why? Oh, that's a great one. Well, my favorite, she's been a longtime favorite, Ann Street Studio. She is, um, she's from New York, but she's based in the South of France and she just has a quaint little studio in the South of France and creates these insane still life photography portraits of anything from like butterflies to fruits. Or she does these, a self portrait series, a provincial self portrait series, which is just mind blowing. Like I said, I am a sucker for those editorial quality feeling, um, Instagram accounts. So hers just really nails it for me. Wow. Yeah. That's I, I'm, uh, like, it's her stuff is so beautiful and like, Oh, it's you're familiar with it. Yes, it's, it's, it's like just to die for. Yeah. I love it. It's stunning. Um, I love following this girl, Kat in NYC, also for her photography. She has a really different moody take, and I love the way that she experiments with light. Um, I just like being inspired by different things or um, different accounts that will maybe push me out of the boundaries that, um, you know, we so often see scrolling through our feed. So following somebody that feels a little bit... um, that goes against the grain is, is always really inspiring. Um, and then what, who else is really awesome right now? Um, I guess an oldie, but a goodie. I've always loved following Gary Pepper girl and she just creates beautiful content for luxury brands and just did this like insane video for Chanel. And I was just dying over it. I was like, Oh, she still does it like years and years and years later. Like, you know, there's longevity in creating content and she's, been, um, really, she's done a very good job at continuing to elevate her brand and continuing to create, um, really beautiful content. And so I really respect and admire that. That's so cool. I know. I love to like, there's some that I knew and there's some that I didn't. So I'm like, I can't wait to stock new, <laughs> new accounts. <laughs> um, well, before we wrap this up, I want to ask you a question that I ask everyone that comes on the show. And that is what does influence mean to you? What does influence mean to me? Oh, gosh, you got me stuck there. That's broad. Um, influence is having, it's having um, a voice and, a, and an authority on something um, and being a guide to people who look to you for it. Mm, that's uh, a great and I answer. Think, <laughs> With that just comes such a tremendous responsibility. I actually just wrote an article on it um, just about the topic is a little um, broad. It doesn't key into it as much as I would like it to. But um, I wrote a very controversial, controversial article called The Downfall of Our Industry. And it talks about transparency and it talks about what actual influence is and how we all have such a moral responsibility. If you're blessed with a following, there's so much that 
goes into, um, you know, taking care of that. And it's very easily to get influenced and swayed to be something that you're not in this world. So I think staying true to who you are will really define your success as an influencer. Um, and, and just remaining true to who you are. Mm. I agree. And I think you nailed it on the head. It it sounds like way more intense than, than it is that question. (laughs) Um, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing so much. I feel like we could have talked for another hour. I mean, it was just so amazing. Um, and if anyone is listening and they want to dive deeper, there is so much more that we could have shared. So on our newsletter that you can get at the influencerpodcast.com, we will be offering some, tidbits, some more gleams, some more tips that Margot had shared with us that we weren't able to get uh, to on this podcast episode. So make sure if you want to see all of that to sign up for the newsletter. And then of course, Margot, where can everyone find you and stalk you if they aren't already to stay um, kind of in tune to what's uh, to come for you? Um, it's Jenny. <laughs> Margot is, is the name of the blog. I know, of course. Jenny. I don't know. I, of course I know your name's Jenny, but I think I'm, I'm looking at the name Margot. And so that's why yes, I, I know it's so common. Everybody does it. Um, yes. where can they find me? Was that the question? Yes. Where can they find you on social and on your website? So it's margoandme.com and you can find me and my cute pup Margo on at Margo and me and we'll be creating content for you to peruse. So check us out. Thank you so much. Thank you so um, much for having me, Julie. I really love talking to you and getting to know you. Thank you. Wanting even more influencer podcast goodness and to connect with like-minded influencers? Join our Facebook community for daily tips on how to up-level your business and chat with myself and other listeners. All you got to do is visit facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the influencer podcast to be a part of this wonderful community. Are you ready to create your own industry-leading influence? For show notes, downloads, and action-based tips, head to www.theinfluencerpodcast.com where you can find out more about this week's episode, guest, and our host, Julie Solomon. If you enjoyed this week's episode, please take a minute to go to iTunes and leave a review so we can help other influencers like yourself build their own successful business.